Wildfires burn thousands of acres across Oklahoma. A grocery tax relief is coming in August. And an audit reveals financial mismanagement within the Seminole County Sheriff's Office. We'll have details on the KGOU AM News Brief for Wednesday, February 28th. I'm McDaniels. Dozens of fires were reported in Oklahoma, leaving about 30,000 acres scorched. We get details from OPMX's Anna Pope. Although the state had record-breaking high temperatures recently, it typically has increased fire risk during the transition from winter to spring. Keith Merckx is a spokesperson for the Oklahoma Forestry Services. He says firefighters call March Oklahoma's official wildfire month. Cooler temperatures are expected to dull the state's fire risk, but he says that doesn't mean it will go away. Later this week, wind and temperatures are expected to pick back up. And so this weekend, we are looking at once again at having increased fire danger. There's going to be a risk for significant fire out there, both Saturday and Sunday. Because of the weather conditions, he says people need to use common sense and extreme caution when doing anything that might spark a wildfire. In Oklahoma City, I'm Anna Pope. Evacuation orders were issued in parts of Ellis, Beaver, Roger Mills, and Texas counties yesterday. Three structures burned and one injury related to the fires was reported. Evacuation shelters are open in Fort Supply, Cheyenne, and Woodward. Governor Kevin Stitt signed a bill eliminating the state's portion of the grocery tax into law Tuesday. State Capitol reporter Lionel Ramos. Stitt signed House Bill 1955 into law less than a week after it cleared the Senate with an overwhelming majority. Flanked by House and Senate leadership from both parties and supporters of the grocery tax cut holding signs, the governor called the new legislation a promise long overdue. So I get to deliver on that promise today by signing uh, the largest single-year tax cut in Oklahoma history. Senate Pro Tem Greg Treat and House Speaker Charles McCall spoke in support of the tax cut on groceries, calling it a bipartisan and bicameral success. They left questions about whether an income tax cut is next, however, largely unanswered. McCall, Stitt, and Democratic leaders say they support it. The outlier is Treat, who's vocalized his reluctance to consider an income tax cut this session after seeing the authorized state budget earlier this month. I'm Lionel Ramos. The Oklahoma Senate Education Committee was scheduled yesterday to hear a bill that would have removed authority over school accreditation decisions from the State Board of Education. But as State Impact's Beth Wallace reports, the bill's author and chair of the committee sidelined it. Edmund Republican Adam Pugh authored Senate Bill 520, which would have moved the authority to adopt and enforce accreditation standards to the Commission for Educational Quality and Accountability. It's become a controversial issue lately. State Superintendent Ryan Walters continues to leverage the threat of lowering accreditation at Tulsa Public Schools and wants to tie accreditation to state test scores. Pugh addressed criticisms about the bill from his party. I just wanted to remind the committee that we've done a lot of good conservative things, but Unfortunately, I've been called a lot of non-conservative things just because I have a piece of legislation that thinks there's maybe a better way for us to govern. I'm very concerned with how we treat each other and the way we talk to each other and the rhetoric in this building. We're broken. state's broken. We need some Jesus. And I think if Jesus were here today, where would he go? And I highly doubt he'd come to this building. Pew reiterated the case for his bill, but before actually reading it, he said he acknowledges the feedback he's received and abruptly ended the meeting. Ronald Reagan once said in his first debate, sir, when presented with the facts, I reserve the right to change my mind. So committee members, I will lay over Senate Bill 520 and we're adjourned. Unless lawmakers make extraordinary moves to resurrect it, the bill is most likely defunct for this session. For State Impact, I'm Beth Wallace. 
A forensic audit of the Seminole County Sheriff's Office found two financial mismanagement issues. State Auditor and Inspector Cindy Bird says more than $187,000 went missing from a commissary kiosk during a six-year period. She says family and friends of county inmates could deposit cash for inmates to use in the commissary. The audit also found problems with a nonprofit managed by the sheriff's deputies known as the Seminole County Deputy Fund. More than $88,000 worth of expenditures had no supporting documentation and loans were issued to the sheriff, undersheriff, and a deputy. Bird says the case was turned over to the attorney general. You'll find more news throughout the day on our website, kgou.org, and on the KGOU PM News Brief podcast. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.